you found the official Experience Jackson podcast, your guide to visiting Jackson County, Michigan. From where to stay to insights on how you can play, where you can eat, and insider tips to create your memorable experience in Jackson County. Come on over. I'm Rachel Buchanan with Experience Jackson, and today we are speaking with Steve Trozen. He's the executive director of the Jackson Symphony Orchestra. Welcome to the show today, hey, Steve. Thanks, Rachel. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so good to have you. And as we talk today about what the Jackson Symphony offers, uh, we want to make sure that as you listen, you know how to make sure and plan your trip to come experience all that they've got to offer. That's why we want to encourage you to take advantage of our free trip planner. You can find that link on our website at experiencejackson.com. If you're looking for a great place to grab drinks while you're on the road in Jackson or wondering what mouthwatering stop you could make for dinner, we have plenty of options. You can make your plan through our desktop, laptop, or tablet app at experiencejackson.com. And uh, Steve, you've been with the Jackson Symphony Orchestra for quite some time. So you're very familiar with... Uh, I have been there for, it'll be 10 years, oh, uh, wow. January 2024. So A decade. Yeah. Surprising. It's, it sounds as better surprising when you... to me as to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so you think of a symphony orchestra and you think an orchestra performing. Uh, but the Jackson Symphony Orchestra has so much rich history and so much more than performance on the stage just with an orchestra. Tell me a little bit about kind of the vast array of what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely are a professional uh, symphony orchestra, as, as you mentioned. Uh, but we will be celebrating next year in 2024 our 75th season. So 24-25 is our 75th season. It's uh, incredible uh, that we've been around that long. We have quite a bit to offer people, as you mentioned. We we not only have our classical series of concerts, but we also have uh, a non-classical series of concerts called Music on Tap that's Mm -hmm. been around for about 10 years. we have a community music school, so we offer lessons on all kinds of classical instruments, violin, viola, cello, strings, brass, woodwinds, but also offer lessons for uh, woodwind or piano, mm-hmm. um, ukulele, guitar, drums. So, so just about anything that you can play, we offer musical lessons for. We've got a great group of teachers. And uh, and also we have our own building, and that mm-hmm. that really is uh, unusual for an orchestra of our of our size. But um, Stephen Osmond, who was the music director for forty years, um, really did a lot of great things for the orchestra. And because of uh, his his planning and foresight, and because of some people who worked with him. Uh, we have a building, and uh, we're we're really poised to be able to to uh, do some great things in our next seventy five years. So. I love that. Uh, your building is called the Weatherwax Hall, uh, the performance area Correct. of that building. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about the history of that building, because that's kind of a cool story yeah, too. Yeah. So so that building actually was a J C Penney back in the day, and we'll have often people will come in and especially down in our music school tell us how they had gotten their school shoes there back uh, <laughs> <laughs> with their mom when they went shopping. Um, but yeah, the building was uh, J.C. Penney, and then Comerica Bank owned it for many years, and uh, and uh, the JSO was fortunate to be the beneficiary of a, an amazing gift through through Comerica and through mm-hmm. a number of uh, other business leaders in town, foundations, the Weatherwax Foundation, as you mentioned, 
made it possible for us to have some endowed funds to help with the upkeep of a building. As mm -hmm. you're aware, you know, having a building is not uh, a, an inexpensive endeavor. So we've got a lot of great, uh, great opportunities to do our performances there. We host weddings, we host baby showers, birthday parties, lots of different things happening in the in that space. So it's um, it's it's interesting as the executive director. I have a window from my office, and I can look out in the hall and. Four afternoons a week, we have a group that we call the string team, mm -hmm. and that is essentially kids who are in third, fourth, and fifth grade learning to play violin or cello or some stringed instrument for the first time. And they're out there working for an hour every day. Mark Mathias is a music teacher who is just incredible with a group of kids. And uh, what they're able to do over the course of the year is really uh, amazing. So watching the activity in the building, watching all the families and kids come in and out, all the students come in and out. And we have students really from from toddlers up to people in their 80s taking music mm -hmm. lessons. So it's really, there's something for everyone. And I love that. Yeah, you get to hear everyone from the, the squeaks and the honks <laughs> <laughs> and the toots as they're beginning to just this beautiful you know, music that paints a picture and yeah. uh, does so in such a beautiful way. Uh, you talked about how there are professional musicians uh, that play with you. Um, and I hear they come from they come from far. Yeah, right. That is, that is true. Part of this? I mean, we, we do have a number of local musicians who play who, who you know, have day jobs and uh, music is a passion of theirs, but mm -hmm. it's not necessarily how they make their living. A lot of community members who play in the orchestra. But but everyone who plays is paid. Yep. So and we have uh, musicians who come from all over. We're fortunate because of our proximity to Michigan State and the University of Michigan and their great music schools to be able to have not only some of their students uh, who are in their doctoral or master's programs, but also professors. So we've got a huge uh, number of people with advanced degrees who are not only playing in the orchestra, but also a number of those musicians teach in the music school. So, so we've got, uh, yeah, just an amazing group of people who come from far and wide and make incredible music. I hear the comment all the time from people who, you know, didn't realize that Jackson had a symphony orchestra, mm -hmm. and then maybe they're thinking that it's going to be some of those squeaks and honks, and yeah. then they go... Uh, to a concert and hear really just a, a professional orchestra of the highest caliber, and they're just blown away by how, how good the music is. Yeah, so can you describe some of maybe some of the more grand uh, things that you've done recently, some of some of the maybe some of the pieces or some of the the high level things that people can expect yeah, if they were to come see yeah, a show. So Maestro Matt Aubin really tries to highlight, you know, some of the you know some of the the things that people will know. So some mm -hmm. of the classics, but also we we're trying to like a lot of people get away from just being uh, music of old dead white guys and so <laughs> so he's been highlighting a lot of uh composers who maybe didn't get their due when they were alive either mm -hmm. because of their gender or because you know because of their ethnicity um right. and he's actually started a project uh called equal billing that is highlighting composers who during their lifetime uh their music wasn't played or 
or didn't get the exposure that it, it deserved because of because of you know who the composer was. Wow. Yeah. So, so he's, maybe an opportunity even for people to hear some of these absolutely. for the first time. I love that. Yeah, we play those. We played those in concert. We've also been recording some of those, so that's great. Uh, we've commissioned some pieces by um, a composer, a Jackson native named Marcus Norris. Mm-hmm. So young African-American who got into music through making his own beats and then went through Jackson High. And now is actually a composer uh, becoming of some renown doing, doing TV work. He's based out of L.A. I believe he just got uh, his doctorate through UCLA. And oh, so, wow. yeah, so, so we're really trying to highlight... Um, music that is representative of our community Mm -hmm. um, and also music that people will maybe not have heard previously but it's it's all just uh you know the of the highest caliber again that's what i i hear people come up to me and say i had no idea um and they're always you know just super impressed and blown away by by the quality that they hear coming off of the stage. Yeah, I just love that. I come from a choral background, so you know, I can I can make my voice do the things, yeah. but you know, to watch to watch the instrumentation take over and just create those beautiful sounds yeah. just amazing. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we you know, I, I mentioned our music on tap series. We also have um, basically musicians who these are people who make their living touring who, mm-hmm. who come through and we we are fortunate to get them to stop in jackson and uh play a concert for us uh on their way between here and or between detroit and maybe chicago or you know some of the bigger cities and i you know grew up just loving music and really loving going to concerts and got tired of always having to drive to detroit or oh, ann arbor yeah. or grand rapids and so we we decided, well, why not try to do it here? And so we've been able to bring in some really great acts, some some acts that uh, you know people might not have been familiar with. But again, they come to the concerts and are always uh, just you know blown away by the quality of the musicianship that's that's on the stage at Weatherwax Hall. So it's it's really fun to be a part of that and see people's reactions and and uh, you know just as you are with Experience Jackson and trying to. To make sure that that our community is the best place that it can be, mm-hmm. that's what you know. That's kind of what I see our mission as. I, I see us as a community improvement organization, and music's the vehicle through which we do that. Oh, I love that so much! And if you want to come experience uh, some of that music, uh, we've got some great opportunities for you through our Jackson County hotels to not only enjoy a concert or performance, uh, but also to make a stay out of it. Uh, you know, add on dinner at a fancy restaurant down the street downtown, or um, visit some of our music. Museums. Make your make your opportunity well worth it on your visit to Jackson. Uh, if you're going to do that, uh, one opportunity is through the Baymont by Wyndham in Jackson. Uh, wake up with breakfast, get in your workout in, your, in their fitness center, uh, bring along your pets as well. Uh, Baymont by Wyndham in Jackson offers guest laundry service and Wi-Fi as well. Make plans for your stay at this or any of our other Jackson County hotels at experiencejackson.com. And before we go, uh, one thing I want to point out is just uh, we've talked a little bit about the variety of what the Jackson Symphony Orchestra offers. I love that throughout the year, there are different opportunities to celebrate different seasons uh, based on what you guys are doing. I was able to take my kids to the Halloween concert. Mm. Oh, my goodness. The whole orchestra (laughs) and costume and uh, Matt Alvin up front uh, as Abraham Lincoln this last year, kind of uh, leading not only through music, but also through education. Uh, through that, I, I thought that was a really cool way 
uh, to blend in the music and relate to a younger audience as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, I've been fortunate to become friends with Steve Tucker, who's the director of the Michigan Theater here mm-hmm. in Jackson, a great historic theater, yeah. and have for years thought that uh, that doing a Halloween concert there would just be <laughs> so cool. And so it's been really fun to to have that come to fruition over the past couple of years. And when we started talking about doing it, um, we wanted to ensure that it was something that was accessible to everyone. Yeah. So we've been able to do it uh, through some you know, generous grants from the National Endowment for the Arts to to um, uh, make it a five dollar ticket for adults mm-hmm. and free for kids. Yeah. And so, so really, we didn't want uh, cost to be a hurdle for anybody to be, ex- be able to experience that music. And you're right, we we really look at it as an education opportunity mm-hmm. too. So it's not just come in listen to the music, but it's it's an opportunity to learn something about the music, something about the instruments. And, uh, you know, take take uh, something more than just a great listening experience away from it. So, yeah, the Halloween concert is great. We do uh, <laughs> we do around Christmas time. Uh, we've partnered with Ballet Chelsea mm-hmm. from from over near Ann Arbor uh, for the past six years doing uh, uh, performances of the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And those are always very popular. Oh, we've yeah. got uh, uh, it's become a family tradition for a lot of people, a holiday tradition. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've been, I think I saw you and your family at Summer Pops, where mm-hmm. we do that across the street in yeah. the park, across the street from Weatherwax Hall, uh, usually in late August. And yep. that's uh, uh, a free concert that we also offer for the community. Come on out and, you know, bring your picnic dinner or uh, have some uh, meal from one of the food trucks that's out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, a great way to, you know, be out underneath the stars and listening to some some amazing music as well. So, you know, we've got a lot of different opportunities for people, pops, things going on, uh, not just all classical, but sometimes classical music playing, playing uh, pop, popular music that mm-hmm. people will be more familiar with. So, yeah, Well, great. You are truly creating beautiful experiences. And if people want to make that a part of their plan this year, uh, there are opportunities for that. How can they connect uh, with information about the Jackson Symphony. So the easiest way to do that is going to be through our website, which is jacksonsymphony.org. Uh, all the information is available there. We're also on all of the socials. We've mm-hmm. got a great young team who are working for us, so they understand that stuff in a way that I don't. But Thank we're, goodness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're especially strong on Facebook and Instagram, but we're even trying to uh, delve a little bit into TikTok. So, Ooh, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Well, we can connect there. It's jacksonsymphony.org. And uh, once again, Steve Trozen, the executive director of the Jackson Symphony. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Rachel. I appreciate being here. You've been listening to the official Experience Jackson podcast, your guide to visiting Jackson County, Michigan. Plan your visit at our website at experiencejackson.com or through our free Experience Jackson app in Google Play and the App Store. We'll see you in Jackson.